My name is Caroline. I'm French and I'm an interior decorator living in Iceland for more than one year for the only reason we fell in love with this amazing country. Every week with this podcast, my goal is to give you advice so that your decoration and your home really look like you and not your neighbors. I want to share with you my tips, ideas and new trends to help you create a new, colorful and unique decoration. Here is a new episode of Bonjour Deco Podcast. Hello, I'm really happy to be with you again this uh, this week for a new for a new podcast. In fact, the the idea of um, today's podcast came uh, because last well, last month, I think, or a few weeks ago, um, I had a couple who came to the to the studio. And they told me that they were just about to sell uh, their flat, but they were not quite sure that everything was ready for it, and they wanted some advice. So I came to their um, to their flat, and we spent something like two hours together, the three of them of us, and um, we tried to I tried to give them tips about what they could improve. Um, as if I were the new, the future buyer of their flat. So very often when we live in a place, we don't see anymore the positive and the negative things of our um, home. So that's always quite interesting to have uh, an external point of view, someone who is, who is not um, emotionally implicated in this, just to um, see better and clearer what um, could be improved. And that's exactly what I did with them. So we spent these this two hours um, all around the flat and I tried to help them and to um, help them being aware of uh, the negative aspects of their flat. And there were also a lot of positive things that they were not um, underlined enough. So today we're going to talk about home staging. And this is exactly what I've tried to describe you. Home staging, I don't know if you know about this. Um, it's home staging is a real estate valuation. Uh, in fact, the idea is to put your house on stage um, before selling it. Meaning that so home staging is a way... Um, There are principles to prepare your house um, so that you can sell it better and quicker. So I will say house all the time, but of course it can be a flat, it can be uh, um, uh, shops, it can be premises, it can be anywhere. I'm just going to say houses just to make things easier. So we're going to talk about home staging. Um, I would like first to um, tell you the difference between home staging an interior decoration. As a, an interior decorator, when I'm doing interior decoration for clients, um, my priority is to create an atmosphere and a decoration that will fit these specific clients. So, me, meaning that I'm going to be respectful of their specific needs, of their taste, of their desires, of their budget. Uh, and I will create um, the decoration, especially for them. This is really something custom-made. Uh, I'm not going to uh, 
choose another project and give them give it to them after. So this is always personal, specific, um, and only for one person, one family, let's say. So um, in this case, uh, their home will look like them, will fit uh, who they are. So let's say if they want big red flowers uh, on the wall, that's absolutely fine for me. This is respectful of their taste. So let's go for these red big flowers. On the contrary, when we're doing home staging, the idea is to please as many people as possible. So you're going to sell your house and you're supposed to organize the house so that uh, the sale of, of your house is going to be a success, meaning that you will have the price you want and it will, it will be sold as quickly as possible. So in that case, I would not agree with those big red, red flowers at all, meaning that there is little chance that they will please the future buyers of your house. So um, home staging is a way to um, present your home so that as many people enjoy it. So we're not talk talking about something personal. We're talking about the general decoration that will fit as many people as possible. So that's the first difference. So I can do both, but it's not the same job for me to make it like this also. So I can give you now the general principles of home staging. The aim with home Staging is to trigger a crush on the future buyer of your house, of your flat, etc. So, um, so in fact, um, yeah. So to to get to get this crush for the future buyer, so that you will be willing to to buy it. That's really what we want. If you're selling your house, you want someone to buy it. That's the game. Uh, and what we know, what the scientific studies, researches have proved also that we just need two minutes to know if we like it or not, if we're going to buy the house or not. So it means that um, we just, we, we can't spare, we can't waste time. We just need to be focused uh, from the very beginning of the house so that it will please uh, the future buyer. In fact, 90% of the sales are done after a crush for the place. So we just have this first two minutes to have the visitor surprised and um, to, so that he, he can imagine himself living in your house. So he must forget the negative aspects and only keep in mind the very positive things. So in fact, doing a home staging for your house is to prepare the environment, meaning that it must be clean, tidy, nice, good looking, etc. So that the sale can be done correctly. You must present the place, um, correcting as much as possible the drawbacks and also emphasizing the advantages. Um, so, um, of course, when you're doing home staging, you should also keep in mind that the idea is not to spend a lot of money in doing your home staging. You will have to spend a little bit of money to to do some some to repair things to improve other ones, but it should not represent a lot of money. It should not represent more than two percent of the price of the house. 
On the contrary, what I would like also to insist on, because I know someone, often uh, people are not aware of this, the, the home staging will help you to sell quicker and better your house, but it will never, ever, never enable you to sell your house at a superior price than the market price. So this is not true. Uh, so it it doesn't um, increase the price of your house, but it will just avoid uh, enable you to avoid negotiation on the price um, because everything will look perfect. So the people who are ready to buy your house will, will not be able to negotiate uh, the price just because it looks perfect. Uh, so if you sell at a better price, you sell at a better price, just people do not try to negotiate. Um, and of course, you will sell it much quicker. And there's, it looks very nice. Um, you, you will gain money and time at the same time. Um, I experienced this personally when I sold, um, well, twice. I mean, when I sold my house when I was in Luxembourg, I did a lot of little works just before selling. I repainted completely the house um, in white. Um, in our bedroom, it was very colorful, so we liked it. But I was aware that my colors are not the colors of everybody. So I decided to make it very uh, much more neutral with neutral colors. So we repainted um, all the whole house so we spent some money on this quite a lot actually but we knew that we would gain again the money when we going to sell it and this is exactly what happened we also tidied everything and we also repaired a few things we had a broken light and we had a few uh, the oven for example was a little bit broken so we, we repaired everything before trying starting to, to to sell it and on the contrary when i bought my house in iceland um, there were a lot of bad finishes in the house they were not um, for example um, golf lister there were holes a lot of holes in the walls uh, a lot of burps were not working uh, the outdoor was very untidy uh, and there were quite a lot of damaged things um, meaning that it gave us the message that the house was not uh, perfect so obviously we knew we would have to spend a lot of money to repair all this so of course we wanted to negotiate the price so that we were not losing money at the end so you see it's two different mindsets um, when you're selling and in fact, um, I must, I can tell you, uh, we sold the house in Luxembourg in two days. We just need two days to sell it. And we had a lot of demand. Just the house was looking perfect uh, with no negative things. And this, uh, this is a very big difference. And we sold it exactly the price we were asking for. So we were not disappointed. We're extremely happy on the other end and the buyers were really happy too they had the house they really wanted for their family and they knew uh, there was nothing to do uh, before coming inside the house so and this is really important to to keep in mind so 
with home staging. Uh, so of course you can ask me is home staging really necessary and very often we have a lot of um, remarks that uh, yeah but my house looks perfect I'm feeling very well inside um, and maybe yeah the future buyers will do the works it's not our duty to do it uh, I don't want to pay before selling this maybe your stuff doesn't work so I know all these remarks uh, I've been hearing them for a long time but I must say that yes certainly home staging is absolutely necessary um, sometimes there's not much to do if your house is nearly perfect uh, there's not a lot to do but sometimes we need a little bit more work and you should also know that in some countries like uh, Canada or the United States every single house is prepared with home staging so um I think we should really um, being aware that home staging is a really excellent means to sell quicker and better than if we were doing nothing. Um, when you're doing home staging, there are six steps to respect and to follow in the order I'm going to tell you. Um, The first step when you're doing home staging is that you should tidy. So this is the good thing about tidying that it costs nothing. It just takes time and energy. Um, however, it might not be pleasant. It's not the nice job to do, uh, but it's absolutely necessary to do it. You must tidy space by space, space by space, sorry, without forgetting Uh, let's say, the garage, uh, the, all the cupboards, the outdoor, the cellar, the attic, the, all these hidden parts of the house. Um, and you need to tidy everything so that the future buyer of your house will be able to see the surface, the space on the floor, and also the volume of the house. If you've got very big stuff, very big pieces of furniture or if everything everything is messy the future buyer will not be able to um, understand the potential of the house of your house so we need to give a clear message to the buyer so it needs to be tidy and clean and I was just saying clean this is exactly my second step meaning that after tidying you will probably discover a few bad things, negative things. That's normal. Uh, when we remove a lot of things, we discover that sometimes it's not as clean as we thought. It's everywhere the same. Um, so um, keep in mind that you should also clean as much as you can. And can be cleaning the toilets, clipping cleaning all the, the tapes of the bathroom. Sometimes we don't realize that there's um, uh, either dirt or something, um, something, you know, like the joint being turning yellow or something like this. So we should not, we should clean under, on top of the cupboards, inside, so that it really gives um, a nice message uh, to the future buyers. The step number three is to repair what needs to be repaired. Um, meaning that um, 
you will not be able to repair everything. So probably you will have to um, make a list of priorities. Uh, if it's too expensive, sometimes you, will, you might need to repair, let's say, the roof of the house. Uh, of course, it will be, this will be really too expensive um, for you. In this case, you could maybe get an estimate ready for the future buyers so that he will know what to expect. And this will give him a, a safer feeling. So he will know for sure, because you have an estimate to present for, let's say, the roof. He will know for sure the cost um, that, that means by repairing the, the roof. But there's a lot of things that can be repaired. A lot of little things. Um, yeah, it can be just, um, yeah, uh, if you've got holes in the walls, please do repair them. Paint again some walls that needs to be done. Um, there's... Um, uh, yeah, there's if the but the buyers will. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm thinking something else. When we live in a house, we don't see things clearly anymore. Just because it's our home, we feel well very often in it, so we don't notice anymore the negative things. But the buyers will notice them on the contrary. Because when you want to buy a house, you look at every little piece of the house, every little corner, just to check what you could discover. So all these um, things that should need to be repaired, the buyers will notice them. Um, so preparing your house before selling it means correcting and repairing all these not nice things that could be in the house. So yeah, so for example, you can't let, you've got a plug that is not nicely on the wall. You can't let it pending. You can't let stains. You can't uh, let damaged things visible. Because if you, um, you have to understand that all these visible problems give proofs to the buyers that the house has not been taken care of. Uh, it gives a very negative message to the buyers and and they, they, yeah, it's just a lack of confidence. So if you see all the things that don't go well, you could have the thought that, okay, maybe, maybe there's uh, bigger things that I can't see. Uh, if the house hasn't been taken care of, maybe there's really, really, big problem that I'm not aware of. So it gives a very negative message. And as I told you before, you just need two minutes to be convinced. So if you let negative things, the confidence will disappear and the people will never buy the house. This is sometimes unconscious, but I, I can promise you that it's the reality. Um, the step number four is to depersonalize um, the space. It means that the potential buyers will must will try to imagine themselves um, in your house, and they will try to imagine their their future life in your house. Um, yeah, they will need to. Uh, identify themselves, meaning that yeah. So they will say yeah. Potentially, we could 
be happy in this house. So so that's why the space must be neutral and minimalistic. Um, you can't let um, personal objects uh, in the house. You must remove uh, things like family photos, traveling souvenirs, your kids' drawings, etc. Meaning that all the decoration, the very personal decoration we have in a house, which is absolutely fine when we live in it, but when we are about to sell it, these are things that we should remove before having all the visits for, for sales. Step number five is to organize the space uh, again. Uh, as I told you already before, it's important that the buyers can clearly see the surface and the volume of its room. So that's, um, that's why it's, it is um, essential to remove all the very big pieces of furniture. If you've got a big wardrobe in a room, you won't be able to understand how really big is the, the room. Um, uh, yes, and sometimes we've got also, I can give you another, another example, but sometimes we've got a, a small room and we don't really know what could be this room. Uh, is this room a kid's bedroom? Is it a study room? Is it a dressing room? You have to make things clear. So if you sell your house with, uh, let's say, three bedrooms, the visitors will need to understand straightforward, okay, this is the, a kid's bedroom. Okay, this is a bedroom where I can put my desk and work in it. Um, you have to make the message very clear um, and give a function to each space. And you should also create an atmosphere that um, as many pe people could enjoy. We'll talk, um, I'm going to divide this podcast in two uh, episodes. We're going to talk about this um, uh, decoration and atmosphere um, creation next week. But that's an important thing. And the last step of the, of the, of the home staging is... Um, putting the space on stage. So we'll also talk about this later, but um, you should also create an atmosphere thanks to little details, just as if it were yeah, on stage, just to, to think of the decoration um, far enough so that it looks warm and cozy, etc. Uh, so these are the six steps. There's often the question, isn't it better to sell the house empty? Uh, could it, it's an interesting question because, in fact, you don't have to worry anymore uh, about the space visible or not. You don't have to worry about bad taste or not. So could be interesting, but the answer is no. Um, an empty space doesn't help the buyers to imagine themselves in the house. They won't also be able to imagine where to put their pieces of furniture. Some people are very good at imagining the space, but most of us, for, for most of us, it's really something complicated and it's very tricky to, to know for sure that the space is big enough for your sofas, your dining table, etc. Um, so, um, and it also gives 
negative message, meaning that maybe it's an emergency, uh, maybe you the um, yeah maybe we can negotiate more if there uh, there's a problem with the house. So it gives really an empty space, gives really a negative message. So so no, you don't need to empty the house before selling it, but you need to prepare it. And I would like to to finish this. Um, podcast with a something more sensitive I could say um, but I, I can't not talk about it it's um, it's a more complicated subject but it's an important one one you should be aware of the um, psychologic dimension so it's it's a bit sensitive but um, you should know that it may be difficult for you um, I, I don't know I don't know the reason why you're selling your house but it So it might be for something very exciting, just because you found a new, bigger house, just because you will have another child, and this is very exciting. But sometimes um, the reason why people sell the house is much more complicated. It can be a divorce, it can be with for financial problems, etc. Um, it can be because our parents, we need to sell our parents, our grandparents' house just because they are too old now. So... The reason for the sale can be complicated and very emotional. Uh, so in this case, um, home staging or st doing home staging can be an emotional event for you and thus much more challenging. Um, you will have to tidy and clean, maybe throw away things um, and this could be painful. So this is absolutely normal. Um, just in this case take your time try to analyze your feelings maybe and emotions maybe also put some words on it um, it's always something I'm trying to do um, when it's complicated but and try if possible of course to imagine the good things that will that you will have after the sale um, and yes Try to stay positive and optimistic. Um, if you, the sale of your home is due to more delicate and complicated reasons, try to stay positive and to promise it will be better after this. Um, so that's, uh, that's all for today. Um, I can maybe um, tell you again the different steps for, uh, for home staging. So I guess you understood now more clearly what is homestaging. So uh, the six steps for a good homestaging is the first tidying, then cleaning, then repairing, then depersonalizing. Yeah, I can say it. Uh, organizing the space again. And the last one, putting the space on stage, decorating it. Um, so um, I try to give you um, the general principles of uh, home staging. Next week, uh, we'll go through more specific advice, space by space, um, talking about colors, uh, lighting, etc. So I will try to give you more specific information next week. Um, as usual, you know that if you've got some, you need some support, I can help you to 
take all these decisions and to come to action. I know when we serve, it's already the difficult thing just to come to action. But if you need some someone more external, uh, more neutral, uh, without your feelings, um, yeah, I can I can help for sure. So that's all for today. I'm going to wish you a very nice week and see you next week.